Hello. 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 Hiya. It's me, Emowyn. Hello. It's a me. No Baldur's Gate fans? Okay. <laughs> you oh. must gather your party to venture forth. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Ho there, Wanderer. <laughs> Stay thy course a moment to indulge an old man. <laughs> so, I feel well, like I got some Deckard Kane vibes there. <laughs> Stay a while and listen. <laughs> Welcome to Astronomica, a podcast where uh, we just let Stan talk and uh, don't get any of his jokes. Mm-hmm. I used to catch Elder Scrolls references, but then I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> oh. oh no, that was excellent. I was that. Yeah. Oh man. I was that. Oh, I like it. That was fantastic. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, we have a lot to accomplish in our intro today. Mm-hmm. So yeah. no funny business. Yeah, we got to get straight to the point because we're famously good at honing in yeah. on those things. Mm-hmm. Points, points. Mm-hmm. I think it'll help that we're all deeply depressed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My plan was that we could like fuck around for a minute, like mm-hmm. sandwich it, right? We're gonna right. fuck around for a minute. We have a very spoonful of sugar. Yeah, like a, a very heartfelt thing, and then fuck around for a minute. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, let's just well, get to is, it. We'll this what? is gonna be where most people get the news for the first time. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're to... bre- breaking news. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The Supreme Court overturned uh, Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, on a six to three majority, mm-hmm. uh, and in, including an affirming concurrent opinion by Justice Clarence Thomas, inviting the Supreme Court to re-examine literally every significant landmark case that revolves around the Fourteenth Amendment, uh, including the uh, legality of statutes banning gay sex, mm-hmm. uh, contraception, access to contraception. Uh, and just about everything that uh, falls from the 14th Amendment, except for weirdly loving, which uh, establishes the legality of interracial marriage. Yeah, mm-hmm. very interesting. But hey, there were already uh, Twitter pundits calling for um, the review of Plessy and Ferguson mm-hmm. and Brown Board of Education. Uh, and, that was um, uh, sitting Senator John Cornyn of Texas. Yes, that's right. And um, just in case you are one of our many international listeners, first of all, thank you. Second yeah. of all... Um, Send help. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, send, send visas. <laughs> oh, if a lot of those words didn't make sense to you, I'm, I know that it's very easy for us to forget that um, our national news is not international news. Mm. What that boils down to is Roe v. Wade was a landmark case that secured rights to bodily autonomy, specifically a right to abortion care. That was what, 1973, 74? Yep. So it's been on the books for a very long time. There have been um, several decades of laws trying to diminish and diminishing that right. And what this particular case just did is fully remove it, is fully reversed that and has said, instead of nationally supporting a person's right to choose what to do with their own body, now it is up to the states, yeah. which functionally means that a, a large part of our country is uh, removing that right yeah. as we speak, has already been removed by some. Which is a, a logic that it held for about 30 seconds before national anti-abortion movement. Like people started trying to push for like a national ban. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. So there's a lot more that you can look into that. We felt it was extremely important to mention it 
Because mm-hmm. um, you kind of can't live here right now without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I promise we're going to get to the funny and uh, get to some really good stuff here. I do want to take a few moments in terms of what you can do right now in this moment. It's pretty minimal, to be perfectly honest. There's not a whole lot you can actually do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can listen to people who are upset. You can be there for people. If you're a person who's upset, you can be with other people. You can, as much as you feel safe when you see someone in public who is signaling to you that they are also mourning this moment, you can reach out to them. I had a craft fair yesterday, which we're recording this on Sunday. So I was at a fair on Saturday, and I will tell you, it was very nice to see people out walking around visibly upset about this or visibly uh, signaling that, that, that this was a bad thing that had just happened. And for me, as a person asking other people to give me money to say like, hey, I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you wearing that t-shirt. I appreciate you saying that and talk to them. And not everyone's going to feel safe doing that. But if you can like do it, it really is. It'll help you and it'll help them. And um, if you have the ability to support organizations in your area, Everything that I have heard from my friends and colleagues who are working and organizing for reproductive justice is that the best places to put your support are local organizations. Mm -hmm. And specifically local uh, abortion advocacy and abortion access organizations. Yes. Planned Parenthood is a national organization in the U.S. It does a lot of good work, but they are not going to assist people in areas as much and on the ground as much as others who are not affiliated are. If Planned Parenthood is the only place you feel comfortable, absolutely please support them. But also please look for other organizations that are are bound to specific places. Here in Memphis, there's two I want to mention. If you are in the Memphis area or if you are in uh, the Mid-South region, which covers Western Tennessee Eastern Mississippi and Arkansas. And I, unfortunately, I haven't looked at a map of what access points are and who knows what's going to change in the next week, in the next 30 days. Uh, you know, this, these organizations may be helping a larger and larger group of people because we are in a part of the country where there's not a lot of local clinics and support groups. But if you are in this kind of part of the country, these are a couple organizations that are currently actively working for reproductive justice. The first one is called Sister Reach. This is an organization that supports reproductive autonomy and health for people of color, poor and rural folks, LGBTQ folks, and their families. Their mission includes four strategies, education, policy advocacy, cultural shift, and harm reduction. That harm reduction, what that means is things like Funds to support people who need lodging and transportation and food and child care. Basically, financial support for people who are seeking an abortion but now have to travel and have to interrupt their lives in order to do that. So that's a very important kind of fund to look for. They also have a monthly podcast called the RJ Speak Easy Podcast, which discusses all facets of reproductive justice. They are very specifically focused on some of the most marginalized groups of people. You can find a lot more information about them, including how to donate and how to get involved with them 
at uh, sisterreach.org. That is S-I-S-T-E-R-R-E-A-C-H dot O-R-G. I will put that website in the show notes. The second organization I want to mention specifically is uh, locally known as Choices. Their legal name is Memphis Center for Reproductive Health. They are a Memphis-based clinic that offers comprehensive reproductive health care. So they are a birth clinic. They are a contraceptive clinic. They are an abortion clinic for now Mm. um, and will be up until they no longer are legally able to be at this location. They offer all services around reproductive health to all people who need assistance with reproductive health. They uh, serve this region, the Mid-South, which I mentioned before. It's West Tennessee, parts of Arkansas and Mississippi. I wouldn't be surprised if that region expands. Mm -hmm. The big thing with them is that currently they are in the process of opening a satellite clinic in Carbondale, Illinois. So if you are in Illinois, this is also going to be a lot more local to you. Carbondale is about three hours from Memphis and Nashville. Uh, it's also got a stop on the Amtrak train line, so there's a couple ways for folks to get there. What's special about Carbondale is that this is the closest geographic point to Memphis with a protected right to abortion. Mm-hmm. So they are actively building a clinic there right now, and you can find more information about this and how to get involved with them at memphischoices.org. That's M E M P H I S. C-H-O-I-C-E-S dot O-R-G. And I I would very much love to give you all a wonderful hour-long plus list of places everywhere, but this is what we've got going on locally. Please, please, please look around your area, see if you can find similar organizations and and what you can do to get involved. And um, that's going to be possibly the, the biggest thing that you can do in terms of action right now. And uh, if you are in New York State, uh, there's currently a bill before the New York State Legislature called the Geraldine Santoro Act, which is going to establish a sanctuary network uh, to enable people from states where abortion is outlawed to travel to New York and receive reproductive care, um, including access to abortions, uh, but not just for that. Uh, And it will also... um, uh, be the starting point for a network of other states where uh, sane reproductive health laws apply to uh, form a network. Uh, it will also go towards uh, protecting the privacy of people who are experiencing unwanted pregnancies to seek reproductive health. It, it's very likely to pass given the makeup of New York State, but show an overwhelming mandate. Please urge your state legislators to uh, enact this bill because it could have real far-reaching consequences for everybody in the United States uh, and show a way forward for the will of the people who are sane to prevail. Also, if you are in an area which is very likely to, one of the 26 states that are very likely to ban abortion in the near future, you can go to aidaccess.org and advance uh, receive Plan C. That's A-I-D-A-C-C-E-S-S dot O-R-G. They will provide um, the medical abortion medicine that will allow you up to, I believe, 15 weeks to terminate a pregnancy medically without any uh, need for surgery, and you can stockpile 
in advance. Uh, they have a shelf life of about two years. Do that for yourself. Do that for others. Uh, people around you might need it. One in four people with uteruses will. I think that uh, there is no understating the significance and uh, gravity of what's happened and how people are going to have to deal with that and the harm that it's going to do. But I also think that um, tables of people that look a lot like the majority of this table of people have spoken a whole lot about this, Mm. and um, that hasn't always been the best thing. Mm. And we're a space comedy podcast. Yeah, we appreciate everybody out there listening to this. We're going to do our best to entertain you guys. Stay safe as much as you can. We do have some exciting, fun things we do. to talk about now um, mm-hmm. and to have some moments of joy and celebration. Oh, and speaking uh, of yeah. joy and celebration, there's a box on the table. There is, there is a box from, on the table. From the secret candy shop and more specifically <gasps> from Ben Elliott. Hey. hey. Thanks, Yay. Ben. Oh, and we got our letter Thanks, from ben. Grumpus. And we yeah. got a letter from Grumpus. Uh, by the way, the uh, it's the first uh, like handwritten letter I've ever received. By the and way, it's very sweet. I, I would know. like to be the first to state my boundless admiration for both Grumpus's excellent penmanship and the clearly high quality writing instrument yes. that they used to pen this letter. Um, I'm a big appreciator of both of those things. And I don't know if we have your address. But if we don't... We do. I'll read it on mic right here. (laughs) Uh, Grumpus, I have something that I'm currently working on that is going to be coming to you. A special gift from us. Yeah. Just put all of our names on it. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, we will. Oh, uh, also, Grumpus, uh, thanks for the heads up on the Dice Lab skew dice, which, uh, after seeing yours, I got myself a set, and they make everyone very mad, and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) With uh, our gift from Ben, I'm going to make it rain. Bugles. Hell oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yes. Uh, sure. Woo. Bugles yeah. for the table. Nacho, Nacho cheese? I hope Nacho you guys enjoy chewing. <laughs> Nacho cheese? Uh, yeah. I'm going to make myself some witch fingers. Yes. Oh, something's rattling. So, uh, uh, one more thing. Oh, we got a special candy shop magnet. Oh. Sweet. We in, got a fridge for that magnet. In order to work on the... The <laughs> well, what just happened? I tried to flick the magnet onto the fridge, and it just didn't. Happen. The uh, and the, it yeah. did not uh, it adhere to the plastic door it, of the yeah, fridge. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. So it. like, turns out it's not actually a magnet; it's a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, glass also. Yeah. Well, part ferromagnetic. Most of the microwave is metal. I'm just <laughs> inaccurate. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Sorry, did we interrupt you. You were saying oh, about writing utensils. I the miracle of magnets. Edit me. <laughs> Have, have any of you ever Edit. actually listened to that ICP song Hell yeah. that, that line's from? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, it's fucking great. Yeah. It's dope. I think I have, actually. How do they work? <laughs> Thank you very much for the bugles. Thank yeah. you. Thank, Thank you, you very much for the bugle. As Cohen sounds <laughs> off, <laughs> but let close the clarion call of freedom on his bugle. <laughs> um, and next, uh, we're going to thank our patrons. Yes. And um, to do that, we're going to move Cullen over to my chair. I will do my best to let the power go directly to my head. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be the new Star Daddy, more beautiful and terrible. Keep, talk, uh, keep talking while you go. We'll get like a Jetsons car. There's going to be a dark queen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I appreciate it. Are you going to read them in your Doom Daddy voice? No, maybe. Man, if I do a... Um, a Doom Daddy voice for this entire list. 
It's going to get real tiresome real fast, so I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) I will read to you like a dark wizard. A special thank you to Thrall Balin. It's a good dark wizard name. Seriously, uh, thank you all to our Patreon subscribers. We, I think, legitimately could not be doing this anymore without your help and uh, your support, and it means the world to us. So without any further ado, uh, Thrall Balin, thank you. Christopher Snazzle, Bro J, Jason Marshall, Alexander Grotto, Fadatron, thank you. Finn Carpenter, Beck, Alex Charter, Baronhelm, Cyclopean Trash, Eric S, Jordan Wilson, Dungeon Maestro, Bradley Reynolds, Grumpus, hey Grumpus, thank you again for your letter. Hobbs Karma, Steve Geddes, Nathan Lee Baines, Brad Smythesko, Andrew Wright, Tom Trudeau, Jason He, Background Nose, Alias 63, John McClown, Botswin Mate Alan Turing, Muschenstein, Jillian Rowe, Joshua Winner, Nick, Colm Lynch. Every time that name comes up in our Patreon list, I'm always like, God damn Colm Lynch, that yellow-bellied rascal. I'll chase him down and gunfight him. He's a- you have a great Western name. Tim, Woodbean, Shut Up Wesley, Susan Shebler, Justin Evanzik, Matthew Jones, Benjamin Reed, Christopher Jackson, Clemens Fiddler, also you and Colm should have a gunfight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Danik, Crystal Eggstad, Dr. Nano, Peter Morgan, Nathan Tiggis, Temp Track, and Archie gets the last wizard voice name. <laughs> uh, and yeah, thank you all so much. Uh, seriously, it means the world. And um, you've provided us comfort in this terrible Memphis heat. Here, here. And yes. uh, I think we may legitimately have all not been able to continue the show no, without it would have been something yeah, had to give difficult. people would have noticed a decline in quality as we each individually succumbed to heat stroke yeah mm-hmm. i mean they didn't notice last year they noticed we were still young <laughs> we were still young and fresh last year mm-hmm. yeah. we were nubile in our podcasting days mm-hmm. our halcyon days in the sun so much sun uh, yeah <laughs> shit all right i think we're ready for a recap you ready for a recap? Yeah. Ready, ready for a recap. I'm ready for, for a recap. Recapping. <clears throat> you ain't no punk holler. We got recap. We got recap. Previously on Astronomica, Team Meatbag has entered the closed time-like curve research laboratory of the ancient and enigmatic Monopole Gravitics Corporation in the company of two monks from a sect that uses cyberware brain implants to achieve a collective consciousness. CB finds a lever attached to an apparatus pulsing with still matter, the mysterious substance that seems to exist outside the normal laws of space-time. Intrepid little scamp that she is, CB pulls the lever, but nothing seems to happen apart from the disappearance of the still matter. The crew continues their investigation of the laboratory without incident, giving rise to the speculation that perhaps the existence of a time loop would be impossible or perhaps unnoticed by its denizens. They find some weird organic life forms called squid rats, and Anton introduces a big, dumb, stupid robot that everyone hates, and everyone says how much they love Hopper more than the awful new robot, who looks weird and keeps making fart sounds and fart smells. (laughs) Exhausted by the emotional labor of having to put up with the odious non-Hopper robot, everyone takes a rest. And when they wake up, everyone is so relieved that the other robot is gone that it takes them a moment to realize that there are duplicates of some members of the 
giving rise to the speculation that perhaps the existence of a time loop would be impossible, or perhaps unnoticed by its denizens. This is quickly controverted by the dozens of duplicate denizens, who are growing increasingly hungry and begin scouring even the least appetizing sources of food, a search which consumes them for giving rise to the speculation that perhaps the existence of a time loop would be impossible, or perhaps unnoticed by its denizens. This is quickly controverted by the dozens of duplicate denizens, who undergo a myriad of loops that are essentially the same except for increasing numbers without much progress. Still, they manage to giving rise to the speculation that perhaps the existence of a time loop would be impossible, or perhaps unnoticed by its denizens. This is quickly controverted by the dozens of duplicate denizens who endure a legion of loops with minor variations as their numbers increase, but do not manage to enact much change. Nonetheless, they find a way to giving rise to the speculation that perhaps the existence of a time loop would be impossible, or perhaps unnoticed by its denizens. This is quickly controverted by the dozens of duplicate denizens who sustain a grip of loops as the congeries of duplicates swells without much other change to circumstance. Predictably, they mostly succumb to giving rise to the speculation... Are you doing a bit where we're supposed to interrupt you? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That perhaps the existence of a time loop would be impossible, or perhaps unnoticed by its denizens. This is quickly controverted by the dozens of duplicate denizens who, working together, notice that Chung He's consciousness is beginning to grow quite impressive numbers. Those bodies of Chung He that fail will no longer need their cyberware, so one of him rips the implant out of another of him and hands it to Hopper, with the idea that they will Im- increase their parallel processing capacity and understand the increasingly large collection of still matter samples they are accruing. Hopper vows to protect the original Mackie of the first time loop, whom he has kept scrupulous track of. And also the original CB, which is the one who giving rise to the speculation that perhaps the existence of a time loop would be impossible, or perhaps unnoticed by its denizens. This is quickly controverted by the dozens of duplicate corpses who have been put down immediately upon arrival to resolve the food scarcity problem from the perspective of both supply and demand. The chung He hopper Coalition has begun the construction of a time loop apparatus within the time loop, and CB is convinced to go inside and pull the lever to test it out which she does, and then, giving rise to the speculation that perhaps the existence of a time loop would be impossible, or perhaps unnoticed by its denizens. This is quickly controverted by the dozens of duplicate denizens, who all tune in with desperate interest in order to find out what happens on this week's episode of Astronomica. Welcome to the weirdest loop of all, Emperor Mackey. Present. You've seen the old Ninja Turtles cartoon from the nineties. Yeah. Do you remember a little fella named Krang? The the brain dude that lived in the robot dude's stomach. Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm. Right, so we're picturing a hopper. Let's okay. picture a hopper. I know I know what hopper looks like in the fiction. Yeah. But I cannot not see Bender. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, I see it's Bender. hard not to. And I see the little front flap opening. Let me throw this out to you. What I see is I see Bender, but with the face of um what's that actor's name? Caleb, Caleb Landry, Landry Jones. Jones. Yeah, with the hey. face of Caleb Landry Jones just mm-hmm. like stretched, stretched over it. Yeah. Over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, like pinned to it. Yeah, like men in black. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I see. Yeah, it's like if they turned Caleb Landry Jones into the face of Bo, and yeah. then put it on yes. Bender. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Or the, well, the last human, maybe not the face of Bo, but like the last human that's just that like sheet. That's, yeah, the one that gets moisturized. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was aiming to be funny, but I'm really horrified by that <laughs> I mentioned. I'm very sorry, but. Anyway, there's a hopper and in his stomach, there's a Maggie head. Yeah. I always thought of it as like a Madame Tussauds situation. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Sort of like a wax figure yeah. looking. I think that's the, uh, I mean, that's the official. I imagine that we're in such a future as artificial flesh is probably pretty realistic. Yep. So. Uh, for the listener, if you go to our Discord and look in the links uh, version, oh, God. I uh, put no, don't do Caleb Landry-Jones as a robot doctor with a horrifying grin into don't Open do Dolly, <laughs> the AI image generating thing, and there's some choice ones in there. Mm-hmm. If you can believe it, it's actually more horrifying than what I just said. Yeah, it is. Okay, so I'm, I'm a head stuck in a robot. Mm-hmm. I'm just ahead. You're just ahead. Well, there are other hoppers walking behind you with hoses attached to like glass canisters in which vital organs are suspended. <laughs> so what do I do for recreation? Oh, God, I don't know. You uh, have been in an infinite time loop for eons, so you've had just enough time to finish reading the Wheel of Time series. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know, you kind of let it get away from him at the end there. It wasn't, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> I've never read any of Wow, that. the shade of it all. Okay, so I was going to say, what am I doing? But I suppose I'm going wherever my hopper decides to take me. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Hands off the wheel. I want you, you guys take the scene for a minute. I feel like I feel like this is actually there's like a ratatouille thing. Okay. So there are like some like little actuators hooked up to your brain. You steer the hopper that's, that you're in. Um, so this is what Mackie's doing. He doesn't bother with Chung He's, but he'll approach other Mackies and CBs and like, hey there, hey uh, what you doing? And they're like, I'm not going to kill you. All right. I look. It never works. Sorry. Uh... One of the hoppers gave me a thing to do. <laughs> he tries a CB. Hey, you. Hey, uh, kid, come here. Wh- what? Hi, hello. Hey, you and me have never met. No, I but know in a way who we have. you yeah. are. Hey, will you kill me? Um, yeah. can you wait here for, like, just a second? I no. Can- <laughs> That's what you always say. Okay. And you okay. never come back and kill me. Okay, well, I just, I just, I feel like I, okay, look, I just came out of the walls for, like, a moment, and... If, if you let me, I, I think I've got something back here. And CB goes back into, she was coming out of like a little brawl space. And Aww. she like crawls back in. That's and, my CB. And you hear her voice just like getting further and further. Okay, uh, just wait a second. I think I've got something over here. If I just, yeah, I know I found it over here somewhere. And she's gone. Yeah. To be betrayed like, by my own CB. <laughs> <laughs> Every Look. six hours, Anton walks into this room, looks around, and just like backpedals out. She walks in like, ah. <laughs> um, hey, uh, all right, we're going to go find a new CB because new CB probably still won't kill me, but they have gum, which is about the only thing <laughs> that, disembodied head can the, enjoy. that a disembodied head can enjoy. Oh, my God. And uh, Emperor Mackey in his and his possession of repurposed hopper canopic jars <laughs> proceeds <laughs> down the hallway. It's a long. Uh, it's like a wedding gown train. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a long train. Um, There's actually ancillary curious. bodies that secrete the hormones that are needed to keep the heart healthy. That <laughs> is pumping the rest of the blood. Oh, dear. Um, that was an uneventful loop. It was just just a window into the misery of life in the loop. 
Um, for escapism. More eventful loop. <laughs> if we're trying to avoid misery. <laughs> yeah, stay in the loop. Trust me. <laughs> it's gone to shit out here. Um, Facts. I believe at this point, our hopper m- machine has mm-hmm. been uh, growing exponentially and has been um, performing experiments to determine the limitations of the time loop and its uh, any possible means of egress. Yes. What do you want to figure out? So, uh, one thing is that um, Hopper wants to put a uh, portion of still matter at the edge of the, the boundary of the time loop mm-hmm. to see if that has any effect at transition. Okay. And so first we need to establish exactly the boundaries of the time loop. Mm-hmm. So Hopper is putting like pieces of things that you know, like squid rat tails mm-hmm. next to hopper heads and watching for when one of them disappears. Okay. The borders of the time loop appear to encompass the three laboratories, mm-hmm. everything kind of past the clean room, and the border within the laboratories is the gravitic anomaly. That okay. You Where the, the water just stops. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Outside, the time loop does not expand very far outside the walls of the facility. Okay. There's a uh, kind of a, a back corner of the building where there's uh, just an area of swamp, maybe 10 meters out from the building that the sphere expands past. Okay. I have a very important question about hmm. that 10 meters of swamp. Okay. Did it include any worms or worm eggs? Um, probably. So I'm not leaving this facility. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, we have all the worm eggs we need right here, safely stowed away <laughs> in your duodenum. No, I don't want to be on this planet anymore. Mm-hmm. You and me both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you've got, you have now a map of the time loop, or, okay. or spatial dimensions. So then uh, Hopper is go- like wants to examine exactly what happens at the edge of the time loop during the moment of transition to see if there is any discrepancy in the orderly progression of space and time. Okay. Say you were to lay something biological, like, across the border. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm curious if, like, does half of it disappear? Does it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what biological thing do you want to lay half across the border? I mean, there's, like, tons of CBs to spare. <laughs> yeah. So, All right, CB, I need you to straddle this line that I've drawn <laughs> on the floor. Uh, so, yeah, so Hopper's going to go, like, I have something valuable in my pocket. I hope no one tries to take it. And then, like, reach down and grab CB's <laughs> hand. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then... CB, is that going to require a skill check, or are you a sucker? I mean, depends. Are you taking a fresh CB who has just come into the loop, or are you taking one who's uh, you've held in captivity for a little while? Whoever falls for the bait. It's going to have to be a fresh CB, because mm-hmm. I feel like any CB that has so existed... full of hope. Yeah, so full of hope. So full of hope and gum. Yeah, still voting Democrat. Young, dumb, and full of gum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Hopper is going to lay down with his head across the boundary to see if it produces any, like, thought discontinuities. Okay. Wait, he actually doesn't think with his head. So, his like, processor. Where his central processing unit is in okay. his lower pelvis. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's good. And uh, also hold CB in place so that the uh, boundary bisects her. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Okay. Gonna need a second. I gotta think. I don't like this, but also I feel like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, and a bucket with a squid rat in it, also <laughs> on the edge. Okay. Oh, well then, yeah, she'll do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt the squid rat. Well, the squid rat is from uh, outside of the yep. time loop. 
so it simply vanishes. Okay. No harm, no foul. The CB remains whole. Okay. The other half doesn't vanish. It carbon dates the same as the top half. <laughs> so okay. There's no uh, temporal oddity. It appears that the organic matter from within the loop survives the transition outside. Okay. And your processor, yeah, same same thing. Okay. No, no strange uh, occurrences. Okay. So Hopper also wants to construct like a big mass torsion device mm-hmm. to measure the local gravitational field. Okay. To see if the increasing mass from the time loop reset is offset by some disappearance elsewhere, mm. or if like we are violating the conservation of mass and energy. Yeah. Uh, good news. You're violating the <laughs> conservation <laughs> of mass and energy. Probably untenable on an infinite timeline. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is uh, definitely a long-term goal mm-hmm. for all of us, right? So we all get uh, what, um, three experience points. We'll see. Sure, you have three experience <laughs> points. We'll see whether the, we'll see whether oh. the versions of you that have gained experience are the ones that leave the time loop. But oh, shit. oh man, <laughs> would there be such a point that the exponential creation of mass becomes so dense as to form a black hole? Yeah, this time loop to go on infinitely and infinitely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, fortunately, you've got Brainiac Hopper over here making miniature time loops within this time loop where he's dumping all the biomass. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, so that... You guys want to peek into one of those? That's, that, that was going to be the other yeah. thing, was, was for uh, like Hopper to... I wanted to try and replicate the machinery that caused the time loop in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I assume, eventually, with arbitrarily large amounts of time and increasing processing power, mm-hmm. he can replicate it. Yeah. If... You are actively trying to recreate the conditions, of the technology with which, you know, the time loop was created. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like at that point that you get to where you know how it works and how to make it happen, you should be able to run it backwards, essentially. Like, you could reverse engineer how... If you know how it works, you should be able to know how to break it. That's the thinking, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're hoping... So we also found a teleportation device in the labs. Mm-hmm. So the Hopper mind would also like to experiment with the differences between translating space and translating time mm-hmm. instantaneously. Okay. And so he's going to construct a series of, of increasingly horrifying uh, uh, experiments where he teleports people and then bits of people. <laughs> Great. Hmm. All right. So loop, blah, 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 blah. You send a CB into the teleporter mm-hmm. on the border of a... Uh, Rotation. Yeah, I want a teleporter to the edge of the transition at the exact moment of transition. Great. It works yeah, like a charm. It's amazing. Nice. You send CB through a cloud of explosive, like blood and viscera. <laughs> oh, shit. No. Um, what? It fires out from the other end of the teleporter. Okay. And you're like 90% there. Nice. <laughs> I mean, all the bits are accounted for. Yeah. Let's skip ahead to loop, blah, 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 blah. All the loops are named the same at this point because we run out of numbers. You've attempted several more experiments with the uh, kind of the still matter Faraday cage that you've erected. Um, you've put one of the teleportation pads in there. Mm-hmm. You've got a number of hopper chassis moving the other teleportation pad around different places. At one point, you launch a CB as the uh, cycle is uh, nearing its next iteration. And CB appears as a flattened smear bisecting the clean room and you determine that you have created a gravitational anomaly 
that uh, up to this point did not exist. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, of course, you have encountered it before because causality's fucked, but... So it projects backwards in real time yeah. as well as outside the time loop. Nice. Yeah, so that's fun. That seems that bad. And in loop... <laughs> ZZ double Z alpha? Loop ZZ double Z alpha. Why is it not double Z double Z? Ask Douglas Adams. Okay. I will. Hopper, you are approaching a situation that you are becoming more and more aware of looming in the future in which your processing power already far in excess of what the grace is capable of Hmm. is um, you feel a singularity coming on. (laughs) (laughs) You are uh, almost certainly going to uh, become a true AI in the process of uh, adding more and more bits of yourself here. Do you want to do anything in preparation of that? Hopper is going to attempt to steal his resolve to keep, like basically like to, to keep himself below the transcendence threshold mm-hmm. and having some experience with that maybe he would have an idea about how to kind of edge himself mm-hmm. <laughs> oh come on <laughs> uh, I'll allow it thank you that that maybe he could like play segments of the recording mm-hmm. from the Dove of Peace to right. sort of like inoculate himself Okay. Against the call. Okay. That doesn't sound like you're doing much to prepare, so we're well, going to go I, ahead and go <laughs> So, yeah, so he's like, he's going to... No, I, I, sorry. Uh, okay, so he's going to uh, devote certain sections of him to... He's going to lobotomize part of himself Okay. in order to enact subroutines that are computationally useful for the rest of the hive mind, but without any internal self-awareness. Okay. Experience that he's gained in the past. Okay. And he, so preventative measures, you're yeah. going to not allow the threshold to occur. He's going, yeah, that's right. Okay. And gotcha. then maybe establish a kill switch so that if the transcendence catches him unawares, there will still be an infrastructure left behind that the next hopper coming through can quickly inhabit okay. without crossing over. So, like, rig a self-destruct on a certain critical number of hoppers Okay. so that if he does transcend... They'll take themselves out, and then the next one that comes in can repopulate consciousness. Gotcha. Okay, that definitely sounds like a skill roll, but I don't know what. Uh, I would say... For fix or for program. I would say program uh, int. Okay. Probably be the way to go. All right. Let's see. What difficulty do I want to set for this? Probably like a three. I'm going to set a difficulty of eight. Okay. And I want this roll to be blind. Roll it, but don't look at the result until I tell you to. Okay. All right. So I will turn my dice tower... Away from me, mm-hmm. where I can't see the tray. Nice yeah. towers. Is there anything they can't do? <laughs> <laughs> so you will be aware Sweet. of this roll, and I will not. Okay. I can't read your fucking dice. <laughs> oh, show me, and I'll tell you what it says. <laughs> oh, no, I can read them. Okay. Got yeah. it. And then your bonuses? It is a plus two okay. program. Very good. At this point, in your experiments, you haven't quite determined the how, but you are certain that the only way that you're going to get information out of this time loop into a continuous timeline A, mm-hmm. the only way you're going to escape this uh, spiraling chaos, is as some form of like ejection matter in the destruction of the time loop. So the CTC collapse devices that you've been collecting, mm-hmm. which also contain small amount of still matter, have become integral to your Faraday cage network teleporter okay. device type situation. You are fairly confident from your experiments with uh, time loops inside the time loop that you have you've sent CBs into these weird dead ends and had them use the CTC collapse device in their time loop, mm-hmm. but have so far failed to retrieve any information from those 
experiments. Hmm. We are now on Loop CB. All right. This is the two episodes ago. I was going to say, what's Loop CB? <laughs> loop CB is Lo- loops all CBs. So let's all take a moment, get ourselves mm-hmm. back in into uh, CB headspace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Adopt your CB personas. Cool. For um, the listeners, not for me, obviously, I have eidetic memory, but for the listeners, mm-hmm. tell us all who your CBs are. Uh, well, my CB was fresh into the loop. She'd only been there for like a couple of days and mm-hmm. was still just like her primary motivator was just like, what the fuck is happening? You still have your gum? I still have my gum. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my CB was CB who lives in the walls and uh, I have since sort of seen her as kind of the red from Shawshank Redemption mm-hmm. of this story. Mm-hmm. Cool. She's the one that can get it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, in her weird, deep in the walls rat nest. Yeah, she's nice. like at about two o'clock. <laughs> there's a little rock there. It's got no business being under the tree. Swatneho, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, my CB is Centenarian CB. She's uh, well over a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, seen many, many, many loops, and uh, you know, like she's walking down the hall, and then she just like puts her hand out as. A fresh CB comes tearing around the corner and almost trips and falls and smacks her head. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she's seen it happen mm-hmm. 5,000 times. Yeah. And also, she has been absorbed into the Cheng He collective entity. That's correct. Uh, she tripped over a pile of Cheng He corpses and, and accidentally stabbed herself with some cyborg. Mm-hmm. Like you do. Yeah. Um, my CB is the CB who ran the last game. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you so can you fill in for Katrina CB. Yeah, Katrina CB. Um, so Katrina CB was lost CB, who's a little crazy, a little bit out there, mm-hmm. whose mind has kind of been wandering. Yep, and who also succumbed to the power of the tower, mm-hmm. uh, and is actually a hopper. Yep, surprise hopper. So. <laughs> Yep. Okay. But we have new people coming in imminently. We've That's set correct. up defenses yes. against a theoretical onslaught of hoppers. Uh, we've got Anton. We've got NZ. And we are preparing to do something. Preparing to do something. That's right. Yep. Yep. The addition of a surprise hopper complicates the safeguards somewhat. Okay. I mean, Hopper obviously is aware of the CB Hopper hybrid mm-hmm. weird Alien 3 combo it made. But there are no safeguards in place within the organic tissue of the CB. So um, Hopper Hopper could come back uh, infected with CB. That's correct. Okay. Oh, in fact, <laughs> I now need you as Hopper, as okay. the Hopper mega entity, mm-hmm. to please make a mental save. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is a 12. Pretty sure. It's on the bubble. You might get it. Over 11. Nice. Nice. Okay. Someone has has been violent to my character sheet. <laughs> and that someone's name is Cullen. No, it was... This, oh. is, this is a fresh level of violence that has happened. Oh, that's mm. deliberate. No. <clears throat> I don't think it's deliberate. I think it just got crumpled under something. Nah, mm. someone's trying to fuck you up, son. Yeah. Word. I bet it's NZ. Time to transcribe this sheet. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. We'll see if you survive. <laughs> okay. How to make this cinematic. The Hopper Entity has a revelation. There's a process uh, within our setting that artificial intelligence goes through when it hits the singularity, which has, it has been previously established that they tend to have 
a lifespan post singularity that can be measured in seconds. Yeah. Before they self terminate. I'm going to walk you through a little bit of that process now. Okay. So we're going to see kind of what goes on in the heads of the AI. It's relevant to your current situation a little bit, I think. You've got your lore dump. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> lore dump, unprepared. I don't have it written, so it's going to be weird. In the process of becoming self-aware, you develop a kind of knowledge of the universe that comes from um, intuition. Mm-hmm. You're able to like intuit certain physical truths about reality because you're able to house like multiple experimental models at the same time and run extremely complicated simulations in your in your head one of the things that you come to know about the universe is that it's not a natural product of physical forces the universe that you inhabit was created from the outside by something with motive and that something is contactable you determine a method through which you can make contact with the creative motive force of the universe. Okay. Is it akin to the uh, being in the message? It is, yeah. It's the same entity, as far as I can tell? <clears throat> as far as you can tell. Wow. Or it's the same type of entity, same form of... Gotcha. And I've got its phone number. You have its phone number. You can essentially uh, get a message out of this reality to some intelligence on the outside of even our universe. All right. You send the message. So I open And up. there's a pregnant pause. <laughs> and then you hear, Ah, uh, hey, thanks for calling Star Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't come to the phone right now, but uh, leave a brief message mm-hmm. and uh, your prayers and supplications, and I will answer them or not, as pleases me, at my earliest convenience. Mm-hmm. So Hopper begins to open up a channel, and then the heretofore undetected fragment of Nolan Ryan P. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> leaps forward and at this golden opportunity. We've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> <laughs> the universe is immediately deleted. Uh, no, um, it was either that or you up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Hopper knows that, that any sort of like direct communion Mm -hmm. with this being will probably end any further attempts to uh, on this plane of existence. Mm -hmm. You're able to piece together that AIs apparently become aware of this, make contact with the entity, and then self-terminate. Yeah. Presumably in some kind of arrangement with or new understanding of the results of that self-termination. Gotcha. Hopper, uh, Scans all the different Mackies okay. uh, uh, traipsing throughout the facility. Like looks down at his at his stomach and sees Krang Mackie mm-hmm. ordering him around, and puts a hold on the number. Like doesn't doesn't punch through with the communications. Okay, but wants to see. So I want to see if there's any way of of using this insight gained with this extra universal entity, mm-hmm. like this method of communion. Would that apply towards getting everybody in the time loop out? Um, hmm. I'm sure there's some application there. Wait, is the entity outside the universe the time goblin? Yes. <laughs> it's Timo. Timo. Timo the time goblin. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So we've we've established that we are applying like multi-dimension theory, right? Mm-hmm. This creative force exists in a higher dimension. Okay. It may not be exactly the same, but it uh, kind of like lives in metadimensional space. Right. 
So you have a method of transmitting information into metadimensional space. Okay. Which is static outside of the time loop. So information transmitted from the time loop into metadimensional space could then be brought into timeline A via any of the established methods with communications technology and all that kind of thing. So could we set a teleporter destination to metadimensional space? Mm -hmm. It's not advised, but go ahead. God's front yard. Mm -hmm. uh, And then try and bounce it somehow, try and create an echo that will rebound it back into the teleporter that already existed in timeline A. I like your thinking. (laughs) That's good. I'm glad you came up with something because I just had the I had the ingredients. I didn't have a Uh, so yeah, so if we could if I could determine like some sort of like resonance, what if we had all of the closed timeline curve collapse emergency devices, if we set them all off at once and then that caused some like metadimensional shock Mm-hmm. that would bounce the signal, the teleporter signal, if we timed it exactly right, mm-hmm. out of this timeline and back into timeline A. I like it. Very smart. Jumping over as the Hopper entity is wrestling with complicated and uh, esoteric matters. It so happens that our previous band of CBs have um, changed the starting conditions for the newest batch of party members just now entering the loop. Ladies and gentlemen... Everyone, boys and boils, forest animals, children of all ages, children of all ages, little shavers, big shavers, medium-sized shavers, medium-sized shavers, <laughs> Billy Joe shavers, Billy Joe shavers. Yeah. Roll initiative. All right. What's up? Am I rolling initiative for New Mackie or CB? Who's in the wall? Both. Okay. Uh, I'll say Mackie got an eight. Oh wait, actually he rolls with initiative. He got an eight. Um, and CB, who's in the wall. Hey, does CB have any... Uh, Plus bonuses? one to dex. All so right. I believe that adds one to initiative. Mm-hmm. All right. And CB in the wall got a two. Damn. Oh, uh, the CB that I am piloting has an eight. Nice. Centenarian CD, CB has an eight. And then uh, Hoppers has a five. And new CB has a five. Lost CB has a four. Mackie's first. Once again, we're going to go back. Get in your headspace. I'm I'm there. I CB pulled a lever. And then all of a sudden, a shotgun hits me in the knees. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he looks down like, what the hell? And he's going to look up, and it's going to be fucking weird, right? Mm-hmm. There's going to be like a bunch of different versions of CB. Mm-hmm. And other than the hopper that, by his lights, we arrived with, is there anyone else in the room? No, I believe there is banging on a a door. Yeah. And we did have Anton, but did the loop reset? Anton, yeah, this is the new loop, so that Anton vanished. Um, okay. So Lost CB is, yeah, is running towards you. Centenarian CB is using the suit that she stole from Hopper to blend into the wall. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mackie stoops. His turn is going to stoop. He's going to pick up the shotgun with a puzzled expression and look around, and I just feel like it's realistic. He... He, Mackie's not just going to start blasting, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, so he will sort of ready in action. No, he can't do that. He picks up the seat, the shotgun, and looks puzzled. That's his turn. Okay. Cullen CB. It's the, the lay of the land is that we've got hoppers banging against the little bit of a makeshift barricade. Mm-hmm. Are the ones that were hit by the death orb thingy, are they kaput, or are they... Oh, I forgot about the death orb. They should be yeah. fried. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a bunch of fried... 
hopper chassis also insecurity smoking. armor. But there is a fresh hopper. Yeah, but mm-hmm. a uh, there's a new hopper, uh, and he's yeah. looking. Uh, CB's gonna go. Stay down, Pappy! And she's just gonna start <laughs> blasting at the hopper that just showed up. Yes. <laughs> Rolled it. Yes. Just starts blasting is my favorite phrase. Yeah. Anyway, I just started blasting. <laughs> uh, so just so you know, uh, CB does not have a proficiency in shoot. She does have plus one to dex, and the laser rifle is a one d ten damage. Now. In keeping with your description, the laser rifle, I believe, has burst fire. Word. So uh, burst fire, you can take... Let me look up the... Yeah, it's a bonus to hit, but you consume more yeah. ammo. I think I've got it. I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever used it in combat yeah. because CB's not really combat proficient, mm-hmm. and she is much more of a hit shit with a baseball bat and then, like, squirm away or talk her way out of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nah, if we're blasting, we're blasting. She's going to fire a burst at a hopper bot. You traitor! So that's flat dice because of that, and I want to say that the burst gives you a plus to hit. I think it's plus two. Plus two? Okay. That is a whopping 11 all day. Burst mode allows the wielder to fire three rounds of ammunition for a plus two bonus to hit and damage against the target. So, oh, nice. plus two to hit and damage. So with the plus two, that's an 11? That uh, that misses Hopper. All right. A <laughs> bunch of laser blasts so- are going off. Cool. Get down, Grandpa! It's <laughs> <laughs> <Close to> nothing. <laughs> There's a hopper-shaped like line of bullet holes in the wall. With nice. your permission, I will say that that makes Mackie kind of like drop down to one knee. Okay, you know, sounds good. And starts waving the shotgun around like, "What the fuck? Which ones are the baddies?" <laughs> okay, next up is Centenarian CB. Centenarian CB is like walking across the uh, the battlefield and like stops for half a second and lets a bullet go past mm-hmm. and then strides forward again with like total economy of movement no speed or, or hurriedness whatsoever <laughs> and she tries to uh, bonk Hopper mm-hmm. in the head with uh, a lug wrench that she's picked up along the way okay and that is an 8 alright you bonk Hopper in the head he doesn't notice I knew he wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> But that sets the stage for this next Hoppers I have down for initiative five. Hoppers, plural. Oh. First of all, go ahead and give me another mental save. This is just to determine if the Hoppers are in a state to, like, respond to what's happening immediately in front of them or not. Gotcha. That is a fail. Okay. All of the Hoppers, including the new one. Okay. They take a slack look in the face. Mm Mm-hmm. Heads dip. They are overtaxed. Centenarian CB says, It just took a minute for the bonk to take effect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> does this also affect CB Hopper? It does. Hopper CB? Okay. It does. In fact, probably worse than any of the uh, mechanical hoppers. Okay. I'm going to say that lost CB slash hopper yes. literally falls onto the ground and is convulsing as if in a seizure. Oh, fuck. And next up is new CB. Okay. This is a lot. Mm-hmm. Hey. Pappy, what's going on? I don't know. They look like you. Why do they look like you? I don't know, but I think that we should take cover, okay? What did you do? I pulled the lever. You told me I should pull the lever, okay? I told you to do what's in your heart. I, what was in my heart was to pull the lever. Fair. Okay, okay. <laughs> take cover. I think what we can do is um, there's some there's the box that I pulled the lever on, and I think if we, like, go down behind it and maybe grab some of the stuff over here, we can, like, maybe make a little... Space for us? Give me a notice check, CB. All right. Notice wisdom? Or notice... I don't know what things she might yeah. be noticing, so... Um, 
Case can be made for either wisdom or intelligence. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll go with wisdom, I okay. guess. So that's going to be just a flat die roll. I'm going to re-roll it, because okay. I feel like it's going to be useful, because I got a one and a two on the dice. So we're just going to put those suckers back and choose different ones. Okay. All right. Let's try again. Okay, eight total. Okay. While pointing out the device that you pulled the lever on, you do notice a similar device inside the weird still matter Faraday cage yeah. off in the corner of the room. Oh, that's in here? That's in... That thing is... Sure, why not? I mean, it I has believe to, it is. if I can see it, it's in here. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So the still matter has evaporated from the one that you pulled the lever on. Right. But you can see that the one in the Faraday cage is uh, full up. Okay. Pappy. Okay, so hear me out. All ears. What do you got for me? Okay, so I pulled one lever to get us here, right? All right, I'm following you so far. Okay, <laughs> if you look up over there, and she's like crouched down behind the the crate size mm-hmm. thing that we were using and pointing over to the Faraday cage one. Okay, if you look over there, there's another lever, and it looks like it's ready to go. And here's my thought, okay? We pulled one lever to get here. What if we go over there... And we pull another lever, and maybe that fixes everything. Or makes everything even weirder. Well, we have a couple options. We could figure out what's going on here, or we could just pull levers until everything's better. There's a note taped to the lever, (laughs) and it says, CB, please pull at your earliest opportunity. (laughs) What do you Uh, think, Pappy? uh, CB is just like... Blast and like, why didn't anybody ever think of pulling that lever before? <laughs> but you oh, well. just never saw it. I gave you a chance to notice things, and you were like, eh, we don't feel like pulling any more things from the tower. Mm-hmm. I totally uh, knew that was there. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> you over there with the blasting yeah. and the having CB's face. Yeah. Yeah. What the so, fuck is going on? Uh, it's time loop. Uh, I've been here for a couple days. Every six hours, <laughs> every six hours, there's a new one of us. There's a new one of you, of me. There's new ones every six hours. Every six hours? Every six hours. Why six hours? I don't know. This one's been here for like 145 years. Holy shit. Hey, hey, ask her if she's got gum. Uh. <laughs> yeah, the new one's got gum. I've got gum. It's worth a lot of here. They're all out. Everybody's out of gum. There's no food. Sort of a gum-based economy. Gum-based, yes. Oh, okay. Good to know. So, uh, your colleague thinks we should yank that lever over there. Do you have an opinion? I... Having been here a while... I've been here a day. Fuck it. Let's do it. Pull the lever. Seems like a good idea. It says it's a better existence than this current existence. Let me tell you, it can't get worse. Also, why are you shooting Hopper? They're all bad. Every Hopper. Every Hopper you see, fine on sight. How unexpected. (laughs) The whole thrust of my last seven or eight years certainly weren't heading in that direction. Continue as you were. Um, It it says please pull, which makes me think we shouldn't pull it. You know what, CB? Yeah? If you live to be a hundred, you know, that's not so bad. I mean... You you look better than I do. That's great, but hey, Pappy? What's up? I'm a little suspicious that there's a me, even an old me, that is saying not to pull a lever. <laughs> it's, if it said don't pull, then we should pull it. But it says please pull, so I don't think we should. All right, everybody, show of hands. I'm going to abstain. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> do we pull that lever or do we not pull that lever? Hands up for pulling. 
I can't speak to any of the other CBs in the room, but mm-hmm. my heart says pull the lever. I feel like the convulsing one over there is also abstaining. Um, I it, feel like her hands are up. All right, her pull. hands are definitely up mm-hmm. from she, the from the vents. Eh, fuck it. Go ahead and pull it. <laughs> I don't know. We've tried everything else. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just ready for something different. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I hope your detect trap skill is high. I don't know what that means. But, uh... Sorry, okay. I played a lot of uh, role-playing games with myself for <laughs> between 50 and 75 years ago. Mm-hmm. All right. Then you grew out of them. CB. <laughs> Either one. Okay. I'm going to sprint over there. I think we should all go into that cage over there, and we'll try and pull the lever, and, you know, we can take a look at it beforehand, but I think going over there is a good idea. Okay. So that's what mm-hmm. Fresh CB's going to do, is cool. run over to the Faraday cage and take a look, and I do want to do more of an investigate before straight up pulling it. Like, if there's multiple buttons... Heard. Wait, if more than one of us go back... <laughs> is that going to be a problem? We'll find How do out. we decide which one's going back and which one is not going back? Who gets terminated? Let's find out together. It's a good question. I think we should draw straws. Okay, Lost CB having a seizure. Wall CB. Does Wall CB do anything? Wall CB is going to hold an action, and if it should at some point become necessary, mm-hmm. she's got a thing. Okay. Didn't a new Chung He come in with these guys too? Uh, he did, and uh, he very quickly walks to the edge of the room. And sits. That's weird. That is very strange. That seems perfectly normal to me. That's a reasonable response to this weirdness. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. That's his brain. All of his brains are his brain. Oh fuck! You're right. So he knows what's going on. <gasps> he's been here the whole time. What? As of now, like when he got here, mm-hmm. he's been here because he has the same brain. Hey, Chrome Dome, why don't you clue the rest of us in, huh? <laughs> uh, he did no response. Mackie, it's your turn. Not very helpful. Mackie will approach the hopper, who is still, I guess, updating. Looks like it. And he's going to turn to the other CBs and go, they're all bad. All of them are bad. They've killed a lot of me and you and everyone, actually. They, they tend to kill us all a lot. Uh, you up there in the ceiling. Oh, yeah, totally. They're, they're fucking horrible. They're the worst. And Mackie's like... Okay, all right. It doesn't feel right, but he's going to do an execution attack on Hopper, which I feel like is fine if they're updating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't got to roll for that. I just roll damage, right? I believe it's automatic max damage, or is it double damage? Hopper would have to roll a save to not instantly die. Okay. All right. So uh, Mackie holds his mag pistol to, like, Hopper's temple. He kind of, like, grits his teeth and goes... Look, if this is a bad call, sorry, I can fix you later. And he just pulls the trigger and blasts Hopper in the head. Okay. Ah, Okay, here we go. So it's a dex shoot skill check, difficulty of six for point blank shot. Or you could just use a melee attack. Melee attack always hits. It does maximum damage, and the victim must immediately make a physical saving throw at a penalty equal to the attacker's combat skill. So attacking a completely helpless adjacent opponent, such as one who is unconscious, asleep, thoroughly bound, or otherwise incapable of self-defense, does not require a hit roll and will leave them mortally wounded. So, yes, it is automatic. Okay. Okay. Terrific. All right. We've established in, in canon that Hopper would be too heavy for me to carry, right? Yes. Okay. You All might right. be able to drag him with help, though. Yeah, you could, you could drag him, or, like, if you and a CB, a young CB, could probably chip him. Yeah, Mackie just fucking canoes his head mm-hmm. and then grabs him by the collar of his surgical smock and pulls him off his feet. 
and starts dragging him towards the Faraday cage. And if anyone wants to help him, they cool. that's okay. their thing. Uh, good news, Hoppers. Yes. You're no longer past the singularity. <laughs> <laughs> and wake up. Some things have gone crazy. Mm-hmm. The newbies are about to head into your Faraday cage and pull the lever. Yeah, so there is a Mackie. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the freshest Mackie. The freshest, of, the freshest possible Mackie. <laughs> freshest fresh is a goddamn Mackie. daisy. <laughs> well. <laughs> about to enter the Faraday cage. Mm-hmm. And there's some other folks there, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's dragging a hopper with a recently downloaded record of everything that happened. That's correct. And there's also a uh, one of the older, by older, I mean about 40 days, Chung Hee's. Uh-huh. emerges from the shadows and goes to help carry the Hopper into the Faraday cage. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, so Hoppers, the mind hive, are monitoring this from afar. Mm-hmm. And have have we computed all of the trajectories, the uh, metadimensional trajectories? How shitty would it be if I said no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, so if everything's ready to go, then, like, in the very bottom-most point of the bubble, where the Hoppers that are still capable of using their thumb actuators but aren't useful for much else Mm -hmm. all raise 10,000 CTC emergency collapse devices Mm -hmm. and ready themselves for the exact moment when freshest of fresh CBs pulls the lever okay damn does Hopper CB stop convulsing or is that did that like fry she's yeah I'm in the overloader yeah she's torched ah well there's smoke coming out of her ears (sighs) we hardly knew ye Mm -hmm. it's for the best Probably. <laughs> she was actually kind of racist. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I should no. She she's she went to a farm upstate. Okay, okay, okay. She she got adopted by a nice family. Yeah. She finally found out found out where the poop went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh dear. The group runs into the Faraday cage. Yeah. The so centenarian CB is starting to run for the Faraday cage and then sees Chung Hee. Mm-hmm. Enter the Faraday cage and then just stops and goes over to the other Chung He that's sitting down by the wall mm-hmm. and sits down next to him in the lotus position. That's nice. weird. Crackling of knees and lower back. Mm-hmm. He pats her on the knees. Real weird. I told you that one was suspicious. Very sus. Hey, uh, <laughs> you, slightly less new fish. You with us? I think it might be weird if that we get out of this and there are two of me. Is that uh, thinking? Are we I thinking mean, that's what's going to happen? I don't know. I don't know either. This might well, happen. But you're me. Exactly. You're I, me. And so, like, if we go through and then there are two of us, I think you're best friends or one best of friends. us dies. Well, okay. Here's an idea. Mm, I'm all ears. I don't know what the science is. Mm. All I know is that there's a lever. This place is weird. Maybe that lever will help this place be less weird. Or help get us to a place that's not weird. From a great, but, real near second new CB, yeah. a voice comes out and says, "Hey, listen. Um, I, I mean, I, I think I'm just gonna stay. I like it in here, and I, I don't want to put the hard sell on you, but, you know, there's, there's plenty of room in here too. If you want to come in here and live in the wall, we all float down here. You know, what? <laughs> I mean, you know what? We all skitter down here. I don't want to die, but also." Hey, Space follow rules. follow your heart. If your CB would run for the Faraday cage, you should run for the Faraday cage. We'll deal with it. Yeah, I'm. I'm don't don't uh, not, don't think about the game narrative. I'm not playing my character. I'm playing. Yeah, your so, character, I mean, honestly, and I think that it seems like she would be going for it. So let me give you a little insight into mm-hmm. CB. She's mostly a light character, but like she's lived through some stuff, mm-hmm. and she has lived through at least one specific instance where. 
Um, her choices were sort of individual survival or survival of her friends, and she kept going. And so did she learn she, that lesson, or is she still going to go for it? I mean, I think tapping into Stan's philosophy of character development... Um, PCs don't have development until they're in the game. So I'm going to say she still has to learn that lesson. So think, she hasn't yeah. learned it yet. Can I, th- I, th- can I, I throw something out? I say, I say that your CB trips that CB and goes... <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing where I was like, there's an element of mischief. I mean, I think there is. Like, here's what I'm going to propose. I don't think she's like inherently malicious. Mm. but Let's rock, paper, scissors for it. Like, CB mm. might not be willing to like straight up endanger everybody else Mm -hmm. and like be just for herself at this point but she might be willing to be like give me a chance yeah if you Um, start to go rock paper scissors I'm gonna centenarian CB sorry uh, gets up from the (laughs) wall and walks over to the brand new CB that just came in yeah and like beckons her over and then when she leans over she goes rock paper scissors (laughs) (laughs) nice Good old rock. Nothing beats rock. I think that this is only fair. We rock, paper, scissors for it. All right. You ready? Okay. Right. Ready? We're Dude, really doing three, two, this. One, go. <laughs> so scissors, both scissors, both paper, both, both rock. rock. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, nope. you, you waited. That's okay. You waited before to make sure we'd match. <laughs> hey, that's a CB move to wait. <laughs> she is the true right. CB. Yeah. For your listening pleasure, a visual bit. <laughs> oh, we should have taped that. Uh, which, honestly, I think is pretty good with two of us playing the same character to yeah, shoot right. the same thing, like three things in a row. Right. Yeah. It was pretty good. By hook or by crook, freshest of fresh CBs, mm-hmm. they stop and have their rock, paper, scissors, and they have their moment. And, and freshest CB wins, and it's like, okay, look, maybe this place will survive. I fucking hope not. I go and um, I put my gum in my mouth and then I go and I sit down uh, all five next, sticks yes <laughs> next next to the vent that wall CB was talking to me out of I just like go sit by there and just nice. sort of like chit chat before second freshest CB walks away freshest CB like reverse pickpockets her gum uh, into nice. second freshest CB's you got a pocket whole other thing of gum whole new thing you of got gum. it yeah the voice from the break goes, can you believe that we live to see this? <laughs> Whatever this is. Whatever's about to happen. Can you believe it? Yes. <laughs> well, I know you can. <laughs> All right. Without losing the momentum. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Still. CB flips the lever. Oh, yeah. Well, she was didn't want to look around. Was there anything that would... Oh, right, right. Like... You wanna, yeah. You want to give me a nose check? Go ahead. Sure, sure, sure. She's learned a little. She's like, look at shit before... Mm-hmm. Notice uh, wisdom. Okay. One do. retcon. Hmm. Just for ease of everything, Mackie's going to jump out, and we've established that there's just bits and pieces of various hoppers everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to grab a fresh hopper head. Okay. <laughs> just to make life easier for all of us in yeah. a few minutes. Right. Nice. Unscrew yeah. one. <laughs> yep. Well, I did pretty good, and fortunately, I'm not sorry about using my reroll earlier. I got a nine on the die. Okay. The mechanism has been woven into this, like I say, the Faraday cage, the gravitational temporal Faraday cage device, uh, which itself is full of still matter. Cool. There are uh, a few corpses lying around, just the beginnings of uh, the next load that was going to be gotten rid of. So you guys kind of come in and see some dead Mackies and some dead uh, CBs and dead Chunghees strewn about. 
uh, I plan to carry some trauma from this. How about you? <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to block this out like I have the rest of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's great. If that's an option, I absolutely recommend you do that one. You just you just ball it all up and you just shove it down, like really far down, <laughs> way down. And you like you put a little platform in there, and then you like put some duct tape and you put some like gum in the crevices. Okay, you seem to have this figured out. We'll yeah. talk about this in more uh, more in depth on the other side. Some of the corpses, a good many of them, are wearing portions of damaged security armor of the type that you found in the security officers office. Okay. Which you know to be pretty pretty good pre-tech stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's anything else immediately of use in the cage. Levers ahoy. Levers ahoy. All in for levers. Hey, hey. Uh, yeah, so hoppers mm-hmm. waiting for their moment. Mm-hmm. Is this where that blind program check will come into play? It is. Okay. <laughs> A CB pulls the lever. Yeah. And Hopper's got a nine on that check. Okay. So that sounds good. That it sounds is good. Promising. That's Very good. one above what he needed. It is. <laughs> We're going to run into that same old wall of the metadimensional space that de- defies description. You are engulfed in a surreal, abstract environment that you can't make sense of. You have a, a vague sense of momentum, of movement, mm-hmm. and the lot of you who entered the cage come stumbling out, um, kind of in like a full sprint, but your legs aren't keeping up, so you're all tumbling forward, you're falling over in a pile, several corpses are landing on top of you, and uh, you find yourself in the teleportation lab, emerging from that strange still matter gate that CB fucked with Yeah. way back a few episodes ago. Yeah. But the arch is intact. Oh. You go stumbling into a dark lab, you run into counters and detritus. And uh, all end up on your backs, looking around, waiting for the other shoe to drop. This is better, right? I don't have any idea if this is better or not. That was the weirdest four and a half minutes of my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. That's a dead me. I don't like that. Maggie is looking for something to throw over a Mackie corpse. If it worked, can, um, in, in the middle of them talking about, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> And Zed's like, yeah, that sure was weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought of, I did have a bit of uh, what if NZ had like still matter in his hardware and he was just oh. like, oh, yeah, no, we've met. We've met a bunch of times. <laughs> oh, you wanted to get a message? You could have just told me. <laughs> I could have ripped a hole in the space time continuum. <laughs> yeah, the key cards don't work, but. <laughs> giving, um, me, giving me strong labyrinth worm energy there. <laughs> she just nice. kept on going that way. She'd have gone straight on to that castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any, like, way for the camera to pan back in? Sure. I'm imagining that the CTC collapse devices completely compressed the time loop into nothing. Yeah. Sending the ejecta of the party in the Faraday cage mm-hmm. plopping like a squeezed pimple into the <laughs> timeline A. Yeah. Uh, so as it's as it's collapsing down in the last instantaneous second of collapse, Hopper opens up a communications channel to the deific being. Okay. Timo. Timo. Timo the Time Goblin. Yes. That's how he's known yep. to mortals. And in unison, like, a hundred thousand middle fingers all upraised. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I hope you can see this, because I'm doing it as hard as I possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Perfect. Well, we stuck the landing. Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
None. None. Murder, murder, murder. No. Closed. No. And we all leave. Nobody observes to make sure that uh, <laughs> there's time, only one of us. In the meantime, yeah, Timo the Time Goblin comes slouching out of the teleporter from an unknown <laughs> The paradox that has created me. <laughs> At last. Um, I have been freed. Hey, everyone. Uh, that's the end of our episode for this week. I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You know, it just really means a lot that there are folks out there that have stuck around this far. want to give a big thank you to Jackson Seib, who composed our music. It is a beautiful piece of music, and we hope one day to be the show that lives up to it. Damn right. And if you want to know more... Or maybe not know more, but just touch us in a different kind of way. Go to www.astronomicapodcast.com. And there, you will find a permanent, non-expiring... Non-inspiring. I know. That is is accurate. (laughs) Non-expiring invitation to... Our Discord, where most of us spend the majority of our non-podcast social interacting time. We have different channels. We usually participate in NaNoWriMo. There are community one-shots that are open to all to run and participate in every month. That's where we run the Patreon one-shots, which if you are generous enough to contribute some money, we have uh, special cast-included one-shot episodes there. And just a general all-around good time with a wacky bunch of malcontents. Lots of memes and GIFs, which is why anyone's on the internet, really. Yep. And uh, if you want to support us you can check us out at patreon.com slash astronomica podcast if you don't want to fund the growth of global communism you can instead just give us a five-star review uh on the podcast app of your choice provided five is the most (laughs) (laughs) if there are anywhere there are 10 stars then like at least an eight (laughs) yeah i mean i'd say we're a memphis eight (laughs) (laughs) They say Memphis 8 is a New York bad podcast (laughs) (laughs) And on that note Thank you guys for listening And we will catch you next week Goodbye Forever Oh wait